Welcome to Pigskin Frenzy on this wonderful Thursday afternoon. Thank you for joining us. I'm Joel Norris. And whether you're watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, or listening on Podbean, a big thank you for taking some time out of your Thursday to just sit back, watch, and listen to some NFL coverage presented by me. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. Leave a like on the episode and leave a comment down below. Spotify, if you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. Podbean, same thing. If you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. We have Twitter, we have Facebook, and we have Instagram. Twitter, it's at pigskin underscore frenzy, all lowercase. All you got to do is type that bad boy in on the search engine. You will find it. Follow and like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news and highlights from across college and NFL football. Facebook, same thing. All you got to do is type in Pigskin Frenzy. Follow up the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news and highlights from across college and NFL football. And Instagram, all you got to do is type in at Pigskin Frenzy. Follow the page there. You'll get episode updates, trivia questions, and make sure you go and answer those trivia questions as well as an about me and all things up to date with Pigskin Frenzy. Okay. There goes the promotion, NFL Day today, and a lot is going on in the National Football League today. We are just about a couple of weeks out, uh, oh, I'm sorry, a couple of weeks out from the preseason. Also, training camp is upon us, so we're about to, you know, enter training camp, and we're about to get started, you know, unofficially with the NFL season, right? The regular season didn't kick off until, you know, first, second week of September, but Preseason and training camp is is just around the corner for you know for NFL football and professional football. College will be you know a month you know a month out. So we're everyone's getting excited for it. Football season is unofficially around the corner, and I can't wait. And obviously, pigskin frenzy is going to blow you know going to blow up with game analysis and you know what have you during the fall. But it's good to cover stories during the off season like this. So what happened? Well signings and who's not getting signed that is what's happening and that's what we're going to talk about we're going to talk about what happened and give you an update uh, if you haven't heard the news i'm pretty sure you have knowing me because i tweeted it out but you know update on wide receiver deandre hopkins he has found a new home and we're going to talk about that as well we're also going to talk about the state of the running back market i have had a feeling, I've been telling everybody that this is coming, but we finally reached to that point, and we're going to talk about it, and we're going to dive deep into that, so do not leave yet, don't turn off Pigskin Frenzy, subscribe on YouTube, uh, listen, and share around with others, and leave comments down below, share around with others, and follow on Spotify and Podbean, uh, follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook to keep up to things, up to date with all things Pigskin Frenzy, okay. Let's get right down to it. Let's start off. Okay, this is how I want to break this down. A lot of you may agree with me on the running back situation, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. You may agree with me. You may disagree with me, and that's okay. Everybody has their opinions on what's going on currently in the market for running backs. We're going to dive deep into that. I don't really have anything that might, you know, it might not be good news you know, coming out of my mouth for NFL execs. So we're going to talk about that in a minute. So you might want to, you know, take take feed if anybody hears this out there and listen up. We're going to talk about that in a minute. We're going to kick off with some some interesting news first. Then we'll get into the state of the NFL, you know, where the, where the running back markets in the NFL. So before we talk about that, let's talk about 
wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins and give you an update on what's going on there. So DeAndre Hopkins, you know, a you know, got released by Arizona Cardinals. He, you know, he he's been he battled uh the PED suspension uh last year, last season, and missed six games, came back, blew up, had a solid season. And, you know, the, the Cardinals were wondering, what are we going to do with him? Are we going to trade him or are we going to, you know, you know, cut him? What's going to happen? They finally did cut him. Uh, it's been a long process. Is he going to Kansas City? Is he going to have an episode on that back in Pigskin Frenzy about a few months back? Go back and listen to it and watch it. I talked about him and the possibility of him being on the trade block and him and Odell Beckham playing with each other at Kansas City. Obviously, that's not going to happen, but uh, it came down to, is, is the Bills going to pick him up? No, they got out of the running. Is the Chiefs going to pick him up? No, they got out of the running, and then it was between the Patriots and the Titans. It came down to those two teams. Who was going to make a, an aggressive offer? The Titans made an aggressive contract offer, and they landed him. So, Titan, the Tennessee Titans have signed wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins to a two-year deal worth $26 million and and he has incentives worth up to $32 million. So, uh, this is according to uh, NFL Media and NFL Network, including NFL insider Ian Rappert. But uh, the Titans, you know, with DeAndre Hopkins, uh, it's an interesting fit. I'm going to get into the fat in the, into, into, you know, into a minute. But uh, this deal makes sense, and the money makes sense. Uh, he is worth... This is, I think the deal in money wise is right. He's worth a two year contract. The length is good. He's worth the money and he's worth the incentives that they're giving him. He's worth it. He is. That, that, the, the money is kind of in the middle, right? It's not like, you know, it's certainly not probably what a, what a Cooper Cup would make or maybe a, a Justin Jefferson will potentially make or an A.J. Brown would make. But DeAndre Hopkins is still up there, and he still believes that he is one, if not one of the best receivers and most elite wide receivers in the league today. And, you know, with the right guy throwing to him, I could agree with that. He's an elite wide receiver. He can be an elite wide receiver, and he was an elite, elite wide receiver with Houston and his early part of his Arizona Cardinals career. At one point, he was elite. Has he kind of dipped a little bit? Yes, he's kind of gone downhill a little bit. But, and, and I think that's what the money is, you know, why the money is the way the money, you know, in the contract is worked out. That's why the length is right as well. That's the kind of contract that he, he's getting right now because of maybe he's gone down a little tad bit. Not too much, but a tad bit. Now, does he put up 1,000 receiving yards every year? He absolutely does. He's a, he, is, he puts up over 1,000-plus yards of receiving every single year since he's been in the league. Uh, he said, and I quote, if I cannot do that, and I'm getting to the point where I cannot play, you know, and play my best, which is 1,000 yards each season, I'm going to hang it up. Right, he said that, and that's a good, good mindset to have. If I feel like I can't be the best I can be out there, and that's put up a thousand yards each season, what am I doing playing the game? Right, and DeAndre Hopkins is still that dude who can put up a thousand yards. Now, here's my question: Are we gonna start seeing that soon? Because he's, you know, in his early. <laughs> He's in his late 20s, early 30s, right? DeAndre Hopkins is, you know, he's getting up there a little bit. Um, and it's not really about him, per se. 
it's about who is throwing in the ball. This is what this is going to come down to, and this is why I bring, is he a good fit for the Titans? Now, contract's good. We could discuss the contract. That's fine. Is he a fit for Tennessee's offense? Now, cool. He's playing with Derrick Henry. Cool. He's got Tannehill. He's got or or Will Levis eventually. Cool. Can Will Levis and can Tannehill deliver him, you know, the passes necessary to and, and to make those big plays that he can make? Because he can make big plays now. He can really make big plays, right? However, can he get the ball thrown to him enough and the passes completed to him enough to you know, get, you know, make those big plays for the team. That's the only question I have. Is he a fit in that offense and to make those dynamic plays? He's got a Traylon Burks next to him, which is good. Traylon Burks had a a solid rookie season last season. He can mentor him a little bit. He can mentor a Traylon Burks, which is pretty good. DeAndre Hopkins is sort of getting into that mentor role with younger wide receivers coming into the league, and he's teaming up with a a younger receiver. He's teaming up with a second-year receiver. Traylon Burks is no joke, man. Uh, he is no joke. Uh, he he played a, a lights out game against Arkansas. Uh, with you know, he played you know lights out season with Arkansas. Solid you know solid receiver, and he was even he was a solid receiver in the NFL. He made some dynamic plays. He made some dynamic plays in the Jacksonville game last year. You know the the winner winner go home game, right? But, you know, he still needs a little bit of mentoring, right? DeAndre Hopkins can fill that role. So there's nothing wrong with that. But you also need a D-hop, too, that can still be dynamic and can still be, you know, help help, help out that offense, you know, in the throwing game, right? Because that offense is ran through Derrick Henry, obviously, right? It is a Derrick Henry offense. It is a run-first and run-heavy type offense so uh to set up the pass right to set up the pass and uh we need we need the right quarterback and we need a dynamic quarterback who can launch the football and make the right progressions to deandre hopkins so in the passing game deandre hopkins can accelerate and make those plays so is he a fit that's the biggest question mark i have i'm not going to answer that but that is the biggest question when that is a question mark I have. Um, I can't sit there and say he's not a fit or he is a fit. I'm not, you know, giving out opinions right now. I'm just telling you in in my I'm just asking a question for everybody else to ask and answer, you know, and have their opinions on. Is DeAndre Hopkins a fit for the Tennessee Titans? He's excited about being in Nashville. I would be excited about being in Nashville. New city, good city in Nashville is, you know, Titans, uh, you know, still have some weapons. They do have the weapons. It's all about coaching and how you use and operate your playbook. That is my biggest thing with Tennessee is how they operate their playbook. They have the weapons. They have the talent. Can they operate their playbook efficiently and to full capacity? That is my thing. And that's why I question if he is a fit for Tennessee's offense. So DeAndre Hopkins, you know, signing with the Titans, of two-year deal, twenty-six million with incentives that is worth up to thirty-two million. DeAndre Hopkins going to Titans. He's found a home, and we will see how it all plays out for him this season in Nashville. So let's move on, and let's move on to our, you know, a big topic, and you know, probably what's going to take up the majority of the episode, but. Uh, last week I did an episode, uh, last Thursday, 
let's go back and listen to it. Episode 40 of Pigskin Frenzy, which is episode 42 now. But um, I, of top 10 running backs entering the, the 2023 season. And I can pull up my list. And I said that some of those running backs included, just to, to refresh your memory, number nine, Tony Pollard. Uh, number six, Saquon Barkley. Number one, Josh Jacobs. Uh, I had Derek Henry in there. I had Josh Taylor. Um, and I was, you know, explaining who were the top running backs going into the 2023 season and who could be a potentially the rushing champion, right? Um, and when, when I was making this list, I was thinking, you know, these some of these guys were going to play, and I was thinking that some of these guys had a shot of you know doing some great things in the 2023 season. And then Monday hit, um, <laughs> Monday hit, and we're talking about the deadline. You know, if, if some of these guys were going to re-sign and sign their you know, you know, sign their franchise tags or negotiate long-term contracts for the 2023 season. Free agency deadline is out the window. We're going to, you know, decide. And, you know, deadlines are out the window for negotiating contracts right now. Now, you got to look towards next season. So, my deal is this. I've said this previous episodes. And I've said it. I have I've said keep an eye on it. Keep an eye on it. Then, I said keep an eye on what's going on with Saquon Barkley. I said, well, keep an eye. And this is the main reason with Saquon Barkley. I said, keep an eye on Saquon Barkley. It's nothing to worry about now, but it will be, it will be if you don't do anything about it now. Then I, I sent out another reminder in a pigskin frenzy episode. Okay. It's time to start, you know, focusing on getting this deal done. I kept saying, let's get this deal done for Saquon Barkley. Uh, he's worth it. He is a saw. He is one of the best in the league. When he's not, when when healthy, he is one of the best in the league. He for sure held. And I said it last weekend. I said it last week, last Thursday on Pigskin Frenzy. I said that he is one of the best when healthy, and he helped them out a lot last season in not only going to the playoffs but beating the Minnesota Vikings. Right? I said that. I said he is, you know, one of the best in the league. Okay. I kept reminding everybody. Get the deal done. Please, someone. It's just, you know, it, the God's above. I was, I'm asking, like, God, you know, I'm asking Jesus, like, please get the deal done, you know? Um, and I've been reminding everybody, telling everybody, hey, you know, all the listeners, Saquon Barkley needs a deal. What happened when the deadline hit? He didn't get a new deal, okay? So that is my big issue right now. So here's the thing. I said it wasn't going to be an issue. Now it's an issue. Okay. Just going to point that out. Breaking news. It's a big issue. Okay. Uh, what could have been fixed earlier, earlier in the off season didn't get fixed now. And now we're, we are approaching training camp. We're approaching preseason and we're about to approach the season, you know, the 2023 season and there's no deal in place. Uh, there's not even a franchise tender. So the 10 million franchise tag is something that that the owners are putting on, you know, players who can't get a long-term extension done. I'm going to get into that because it's not just Saquon Barkley. It's two other running backs that I just mentioned. Dallas Cowboys running back Tony Pollard, 
Las Vegas Raiders running back, the rushing champion, Josh Jacobs. Uh, and shame on me as a podcast host for not keeping up with, you know, what's going on with Josh Jacobs. I found out a few, I found out last week before Monday that Josh Jacobs, you know, was, you know, dealing with the same issues, right, with contracts. And I didn't know that. I thought it was just, it was mainly Tony Pollard and Saquon Barkley. But it was Josh Jacobs also. And I I, I was, I should have, you know, and, and this is uh, a slight apology from doing last week's episode. I should have kept into an account what is going on, you know, with these guys when their contract disputes before I made a list of top 10 running backs going into the season. Let's talk about the market for a second. The market for running backs, and I'm just going to be point blank right now. It's uh, it, it, it's not the best. And, and, and you know what? Before actually I get into this, let's just go over the notes I have on this. So three running backs, all pretty good, and all were on my top ten list. Three running backs. Dallas Cowboys running back Tony Pollard. Uh he is playing. He signed a franchise tag worth $10 million for the 2023 season and will attend Cowboys training camp and get ready for the season as the starting running back for the Dallas Cowboys. Now, if they're going to bring back Ezekiel Elliott as insurance and as a backup running back for Tony Pollard, different story. They're thinking about it, but Tony Pollard is the starting running back. Um, How you're the starting running back and you're not getting a new deal and you're getting a you know, 10 million franchise tag after what he, the numbers he put up and helped them get to the playoffs last season is beyond me. Honestly, it's beyond me. Next, Giants running back Saquon Barkley, who I have been, honestly, you know, beating a dead horse with this. I've been saying you need to get a deal done with him. Um, And I'm just going to be point blank and I'm just going to say the truth and call it how it is. I honestly think they should have worked out a deal first before they worked out a deal with Daniel Jones. Not saying that Daniel Jones is a not he's not a good quarterback. He is a he is a, a solid quarterback. But they should have worked out a deal with Saquon Barkley a little bit before they did Daniel Jones. Because the deal with Daniel Jones, they could have gotten it done, right? They could have gotten it done. But Saquon Barkley was a big part of that offense and probably the biggest part of that offense last season. And they kept him out of the loop. They've been kind of keeping him out of the loop for the past couple of years. That's not good when you drafted him so high years back, okay? So I've been saying this. Sign Saquon Barkley to a new deal. You do not need to lose a Saquon Barkley. When healthy, probably one of the elite, amongst the elite as a running back in the league. And you're going to lose one of the best in the league. And they're not doing it. They're just sitting there. Instead, they're offering him contract offers that are low. And they're not, they're lower, actually, they're actually lower than the franchise tags that they're offering him. They're lower than the franchise tags they're offering him. They're testing him. They're testing They're testing him. They're testing him. And they're saying, hey, man, you know, I'm offering you this. You're going to sign it or not. Stop thinking that. Don't do that. You're testing him. You do not want to Saquon to walk. You don't. Josh Jacobs, he's next. He's the rushing champion. 
for crying out loud. He is the rushing champion from last season, which means if you're the rushing champion, it means you're the run you're the number one running back from last season. And he was the number one running back from last season. He need he they were trying to work out a long term deal for him before he hit he, before he hits free agency, right? You know, work out a new contract as his rookie contract expiring soon. Ten million franchise tag that we're gonna give him. He did not sign it. He's gonna miss training camp. And I I don't know. I, I, I just don't know, really. I and and here's an interesting story I I've I just, you know, I heard. He was in the car with his defensive end and teammate Max Crosby from the Las Vegas Raiders. He was sitting in the car with him and pondering, okay, am I going to sign this deal? You know, if they offer me a deal, can I sign it? Is it going to be good enough? I don't know. He was pondering and actually, come to find out, was close in the parking lot of the Raiders facility. He was close to signing a deal and to report and get ready to report for training camp. They offered him the franchise tag instead of offering him a better and long-term deal for the for the Las Vegas Raiders. I get it. You got to pay Jimmy Garoppolo. I get it. You got to pay Devontae Adams, but he is a big part of your offense. That rushing attack from last year was lethal. He is the rushing champion, and you were offering him the franchise tag. Barkley and Jacobs are expected to miss training camp. They have also even pondered holding out. Pause. They've even, they've even pondered holding out. The only one who is on good terms right now is Tony Pollard. He's the one that did sign it. He's the one that will attend training camp, and he's the one that will play this season under a tag and will wait until 2024 to possibly hit free agency to see what other deals are out there or if he can explore a longer-term deal with the Dallas Cowboys. So apparently, this is not really directed at Tony Pollard, even though he does deserve a better deal. Tony Pollard is one of the best in the league, and he proved it last season by helping them go to the playoffs against the 49ers. Even though they lost in the divisional round, he still helped them a lot. Tony Pollard, solid running back, and, and, you know, deserves a long-term and better contract. Barkley and Jacobs, even bigger story in a way because they're not only didn't sign it, they're thinking about missing the season. Big parts of offense, you're, they're thinking about missing games and potentially the season and sitting out until they get a better deal. Here's my thing. You're thinking, Joel, this is just selfish on their part. Could it be selfish? Maybe. But here's the deal. Here's what's also bad. Them not being shown what they're really worth. Here's the state of the running back market right now. And a lot of the running backs have called execs and have called the league out. Christian McCaffrey has said something. Derrick Henry has said something. Austin Eckler has said something. Um, Barkley tweeted out and said, it is what it is. Uh, I guess it is what it is, but at the same time, it's not is what it is. It's we need to work on better deals for the running backs. Here's my thing. People think, ah, uh, they're running backs. You know, they don't do a whole lot. They do a lot. All right. I'm going on a rant right now, guys. I'm going on a rant. They do do a lot. They are a big part of the offense. 
how are you going to set up the throw, right? How are you going to set up the passing game without the running game? If you don't have a, let me tell you something. If you don't have a running game, that offense is stagnant. If you just throw constantly, people are going to predict it and they're going to read it. If you don't balance it out with a rushing attack, you know, what are you going to, I mean, what are you going to do on offense, right? You got to have the running backs. You got to have a rushing attack. Running backs are a key part of this game. They do a lot for this team. They even catch passes. They do a lot, and they're a big part of this offense. They've been, you know, these are guys that deserve the best, star running backs that deserve the best. In college, what they did was unbelievable. What Josh Jacobs did in college, what Saquon did in college, what well, I mean, what Pollard did, what Henry has done, what they've all done, they've done, they have given their bodies, they have given their time, energy, heart, soul, blood, sweat, and tears to these offenses and to get told, oh, uh, you know, we'll sign you to a, you know, a nine million deal for this amount of years is, is kind of bull, honestly. That's the best way to put it. It's kind of bull. Uh, it's, it's, it's not right. It's wrong. And I think that if I'm Saquon and if I'm Jacobs, I would quite possibly, I'm agreeing with their decision. I wouldn't be, you know, so kind about it either. Right. Uh, and I've said this, I've said this was going to be an issue. If you didn't get it straight, they didn't get it straight. Here's the issue, right? The issue has come up now. You potentially could lose a Jacobs. The Raiders could potentially lose a Josh Jacobs. That is a, in my opinion, I don't know about for them. For them, apparently not. But for me, as a, a podcast host and a fan and a spectator, it's like that would leave a sour taste in my mouth. I just lost the rushing champion from last year and potentially the number one running back in the league. Saquon. I just lost one of the be the best and most elite running backs in the National Football League because I didn't give him what he was worth and he's actually worth more than 10 million. He does not want a ladies and gentlemen, and I'm just going to sit there and say this. These running backs, I don't know, I mean, I will, I'll I'll say Saquon. I won't say all of them, but maybe some. Some of these running backs do not want a record-breaking contract. Christian McCaffrey has a is getting paid $16 million a year. That's the highest of any running back in the National Football League. Saquon doesn't want a $16 million contract. He just wants more money. He just wants a little bit more money. He wants to know that he's valued and worthed. So it brought me back to what Dalvin Cook said. Dalvin Cook was in, was in an interview with Rich, uh, well, which, uh, with Rich Eisen uh, on the Rich Eisen show, and he was, you know, saying to Rich Eisen, he was, you know, talking to him and he said, you know, uh, four to five million a year. I mean, that's like almost like NIL money is what it, he, didn't, he didn't say that. I'm telling you guys this, but it's almost like NIL money for sponsors. You know, when you're a college player and you're getting an NIL sponsorship, <laughs> that's almost what that like. That's what this is like. Uh, four to five million. So he said, I'm not, he said, I think I'm worth more than four to five million. Uh, it's, it's tricky with Dalvin Cook because Dalvin Cook gets hurt and he does get hurt a lot. He, if, if, but when healthy, when healthy, Dalvin Cook, how he was at Florida State, how he was early on in his Vikings career, and when he's healthy, he's one of the, he is one of the most underrated, if not one of the best in the league. 
and he could be more worth more than four or five million. So I get what Dalvin Cook is saying. These running backs are worth more than four to five million. They're worth more than nine million. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, sixteen million a year for running backs. He's probably one of the only running backs that are getting paid that much, but he's worth it. He's worth it. He's done everything he can for the Panthers. He's done everything he could for the Niners. He's playing for the Niners right now, but he's doing everything he can for the 49ers. Here's the state of the running back market in my thing. It needs to be changed. Uh, There needs to be better deals. It's not fair. These running backs give everything to these football teams and these organizations, and they're not getting what they're owed, and they're not getting what they are worth and valued for. It's unbelievable. It really is. It's unbelievable. Uh, And now they're talking about missing games. These people sitting, these players sitting out are telling the owners, hey, I'm sitting out because I want to show you what I'm worth. You almost got to wonder, could the Giants drop some games that they shouldn't have dropped because Saquon may sit out. It could be likely. You know why it's likely? Because he's a big part of that offense. That's why. He's a big part of that Giants offense. Daniel Jones is a solid quarterback, but if you set up the run and the rushing attack, that offense mainly could go through Saquon. This all started with Saquon. And then Jones added to the picture. You had to, you had to find a quarterback. It, it started with Eli and Saquon. Then Daniel Jones and Saquon happened. And, and, and Jones, you had to find a replacement for Eli. I get that. Daniel Jones is a solid quarterback, and he deserves a solid contract. But not, but you, but you needed to work out a deal with Saquon that was fair first and handle that first because this has been going on longer than Daniel Jones. But they didn't. They chose they chose the Jones deal first and then put the Barkley deal on the back burner. I said this was going to be an issue. Again, it has turned into an issue. Now, I don't know. I don't know now. Jacobs could miss games. Saquon Barkley can miss games. Tony Pollard's the only running back out of there that is, you know, going to play this season so far. But Barkley and Jacobs' status are unknown. If they're missing time... What's that going to do to the offenses for the Raiders and the Giants? What's they, what, they could drop games. Like I said, they could drop games that they shouldn't have dropped. They're worth something. And my rant is not because I'm calling anybody out. My rant is they need to, you need to pay these guys and show them, you know, pay these guys and say, hey, you know, you know, your value, you're worth this. Then they'll go out on the field and they will give you everything that you're worth. Like, hey, you just paid me four, $13 million, right? Or $12 million, $13 million? Sure. I will, you know, take that with a grain of salt. I will show you that I am worth $12 million every Sunday or every mon- or Monday or Thursday on that football field. Right? So that's my thing. Now, there are some people... There are some there are some players that kind of dip in performances when they don't get paid, right? Well, like when they when they get paid, they get paid and they're like, okay, I got my money, I'm good, and then they don't play as hard. There's been occasions like that, 
But I don't think that Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley are those type of players. I think they're going to give you everything that they're worth. They'll give you every ounce, blood, sweat, and tears on that football field every Sunday because they love the game of football and they love playing football. They don't want to miss and they don't want to sit out. But they need to show that they're worth something. They are worth something and they are worth all the money that you you can you know you can give them in the running back market. The average running back market usually is 13 million, I would say, 13 million to 14 million around there. 16 million is the highest and that is Christian McCaffrey's football contract and that's what he's worth at the current moment. Saquon is worth 13 million. I think Josh Jacobs is worth 14, I, I believe. But if you pay them that and what they're worth, they're going to go out and play for you. The state of the market right now is not good. It needs to be changed. And we need to do better for these running backs because these running backs do not get a lot of credit for what they do on the football field and on, you know, on each individual organization. So that's my rant. Uh, it's an issue. It's a problem. And we need to, you know, the NFL needs to do, to work on that for sure. They need to work on, uh, you know, getting Saquon a better deal. They need to get, you know, they need to work on not just that. They need to work on getting better deals for the running backs because they are a key part of the game, key part of the offense. And a lot of running backs, and I won't say a lot of running backs. I would say running backs in general is what makes the game exciting. So, you know, time to change the market for running backs and give, you know, give them better deals. I'm all for that. So uh, that is all for, you know, we got for Pigskin Frenzy. Uh, again, a big thank you for taking some time out of your Thursday to just sit back, watch, and listen to some NFL coverage presented by me. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. Uh, leave a like on the episode and leave a comment down below. Uh, Spotify listening on there, share around with others and follow on there also. Podbean, same thing. Just share around with others and follow on there as well. Uh, we have Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Twitter, it's at Pigskin underscore Frenzy, all lowercase. Type it into the search engine. You'll find it. Follow along the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news and highlights from across college and NFL football. Facebook, same thing. Pigskin Frenzy. You'll follow along the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news and highlights from across college and NFL football. And Instagram, all you got to do is type in at Pigskin Frenzy, follow the page there, answer the trivia questions, by the way. Those trivia questions are fun and it's interesting and it keeps, you know, keeps everything exciting with Pigskin Frenzy. So, you know, uh, you know, answer the trivia questions, uh, read the About Me bio on there. You'll get episode updates and you will get all things up to date with Pigskin Frenzy. Also, you know, don't be afraid to ask questions. DM me questions on, you know, each platform. I would love to answer them. Uh, one day I can have an episode where we, I'll just answer questions and we'll talk about, you know, what's going on in college or, you know, in the NFL. So, you know, don't be afraid to ask questions on each of those platforms and or comments on under the videos and the episodes on YouTube as well. So that just about does it. Uh, again, uh, Tuesday, we'll continue with more uh, recaps and takeaways from media days, uh, a lot with the ACC and Big Ten, as well as some more, you know, from the SEC media days. So uh, again, I'm Joel Norris. Uh, thank you for listening and watching. And for everybody out there, say the course.